What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. Man, I'm excited to be able to share this podcast with you right here. Episode 26, Sales 101 with the Greatest Salesman in the World. So, very excited to be able to be with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I tell you, it is an honor every week to be able to come to you. Uh, I... I'm getting starting to get some feedback from different people uh, that are outside of my normal community that I talk to. Um, I got a actually a comment on Instagram actually the other day uh, from a good friend of mine named Ryan. He uh, he told me he's re- listening to my podcast regularly, and uh, man, I haven't talked to Ryan in a long, long time. But uh, man, I am honored that he would even listen to my podcast, and he tell me he told me he'd listen to it regularly. Honored, very honored, guys, and I hope you're seeing the value of this. I hope your marketplace, um, you know, Christianity uh, is going to another level, and you're becoming more and more successful in the marketplace because that's what the bottom line is. That's where the rubber hits the road. That's where I want you to be. Is you know what Daniel was in um, whenever he was in the Babylonian Empire, that he was ten times wiser than all the people in the land. Now, you have the same thing inside of you uh, that Daniel had, the spirit of wisdom, and you just have to tap into that and draw it out. But I wanted to cover a subject with you that is Sales 101, okay? I've been looking forward to doing this podcast for quite some time. Actually, it just kind of has become, I don't know, just stirring on the inside of me to do this uh, at this moment in time. And I believe I I feel like it's going to help out a lot of people if you listen to this all the way through. So first and foremost, I want to maybe debunk or, you know, remove some thought process that maybe is wrong about sales in general. Okay. I know this for a fact that every single person in the sound of my voice, whether you're a mom, whether you're a dad, whether you're a grandparent, whether you're a CEO, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a business owner of a franchise, whether you're um, an employee or a salesperson, everyone, everyone is in sales. Everyone is in sales, and I can prove it to you. My wife, who is a stay-at-home mom, Amy McCart, but which, by the way, she has an awesome blog. You can go to amyjmccart.com and read her blog. She has a, She's a phenomenal writer, uh, very blessed and very gifted. She also has a book that's probably going to be coming out in the next couple of years. Uh, so very excited about that. But anyway, Amy is a stay-at-home mom. And guess who she has to sell every day to sit down to um, – to not pick their nose <laughs> and eat their boogers, uh, to eat their broccoli. Um, she has to sell my children every single day and show the value of why they don't need to do the things they're doing or hit or not share. She has to sell them on why they need to you know, overcome those situations in their life. She is selling. Now, the word sale or selling comes from the Greek, no, excuse me, not the Greek, but the old English word salon, S-E-L-L-A-N. I believe I'm saying that right, but it comes from the old English word salon. And gang, can I clue you in on something? I didn't know this. I I just got done reading the book, The Go-Giver Sells More by Bob Berg and David Mann. 
But the deal is, is that the word uh, sales or selling means to give. Yep. That is where the old English word comes uh, means is to give. So selling is actually a giving. And most of us in this you know world think, well, I'm not in good. I'm not any good at sales or whatever. And you sell every day. You sell yourself every day. What do you think you do whenever you go on a job appointment? You're selling yourself. Okay. So I want you to remove your mindset and you know get rid of the thought process that you're not in sales. Every single person, whether you're a business owner, a mom, a dad, every one of us are in sales at some shape, form, or fashion. Now, with that being said, the the thing that I want to talk about as far as sales 101, you know, and specifically if you're in the marketplace and you're in sales, all right, or, you know, if you've got a business on the side where, you know, you sell, you know, certain kind of widgets or, you know, you sell some kind of makeup line, you know, you might be a, a Mary Kay, uh, you know, salesperson, you know, and you have your own business or you might, you know, um, you know, be a B2B, you know, business to business salesperson, you're calling on big co- uh, corporations. Please hear me on this. This is this message is going to help me help you because it helped me. I've been in sales for the last, you know, 13, 14 years now. I got my start actually in commercial real estate. When I graduated from Coastal Carolina University, I went into sales. All right. And it was a very tough road to hoe. I did not know the things I know now. And trust me, when you when I say this, the things I'm going to be able to share with you are awesome. They were revelation to me. Okay. Let's actually go to Mark chapter 6, verse 1 through 10. All right. And I'm not going to read this. You can go and read it. But Mark chapter 6, 1 through 10 is basically Jesus enters uh, Nazareth, his hometown, where he grew up. And he actually goes to the synagogue to actually declare the kingdom or sell the kingdom of God to people. (laughs) If you want to look at it that way. And here's the thing about Jesus. He's in there. He's doing his deal. And the people start to question him. They start to actually said, who's this guy? Who does he think he is? Isn't this the guy that's the carpenter's son? Isn't this guy, he was a carpenter? You know, man, I saw him in first grade picking his nose. Yeah, I, There's no way in the world this guy knows anything. I mean, that's basically kind of the attitude they had. I mean, they might not have said those so, so many words, but get the point. And the thing is, guys, is that you have to understand is that Jesus was rejected. Jesus was not accepted in his hometown, it goes on to say that he actually, he actually did very few healings and miracles in the town because of their unbelief. That's what it says, I believe, in the King James or the New King James, that it says that they did few miracles because of their unbelief. All right, what was the unbelief? The unbelief that the value or the the anointing that was on his life that they didn't believe that it was real and that they couldn't see that them actually receiving or putting any value on the value that was in him. Now for you in the marketplace, you have to see yourself as a reward to people. Yep. You have to see yourself as a gift as you, that you have value that you can add to this company's life or to this individual's life, whomever you are actually selling. 
And if you go on into the story uh, and finish up the chapter, immediately after Jesus left Nazareth, he actually went from town to town preaching the word of God. But the thing was, is that he actually deployed his disciples. Now watch this. This is where it gets really good. This is, I mean, this is Jesus sales 101, the greatest salesman in the world. And last time I checked, this is what he told his disciples. He said, Hey, go into every town. Don't take a purse or, you know, whatever, you know, but go into the town. And if people will receive you, let your peace stay there. But if people do not receive you or do not see the value that you possess or that you carry on the inside of you, shake the dust off of your feet and boogie on down the road. And I think in some of uh, another passage or somewhere in there, it says that it would have been better for Sodom and Gomorrah than for those individuals that uh, were rejecting you. Now, I got things to say, man, this is so good. Um, Here's the deal, guys, is that you need to see the value inside of you and that people that are out there, they, there are people out there, guys, that will see the value in you and receive that value. And they are already assigned to you. Okay. I'd use a couple things, a couple of easy examples. All right. In my own life, I sold Amy McCart on Tyler McCart. Yep. Call me a great salesperson. Have you seen my wife? My wife's hot. And I sold a good-looking girl on me. Well, the whole thing is, is you know what? After later on, I didn't sell her. Honestly, she just recognized the value that was inside of me. And she, I, we were supposed to be together. She was assigned to me, okay? And she received the value that was inside of me. And you know what? Vice versa. I received the value that was inside of her. I saw the value inside of her and I said, man, this little girl right here is is definitely going to be the one I want to be with for the rest of my life. Well, let's take this over into business. I remember when I started out in commercial real estate and I struggled early on in my real estate career, struggled, barely made hardly anything. And finally, I kind of came to grips and said, you know what? And I didn't know totally what I was doing, but I I, kind of just said, you know, I'm just going to go out and talk to people. I'm just going to go out and try to add value or offer to people what I have. And I remember I approached a very well-known company, uh, a franchise, restaurant franchise that was just getting started. This is back 2002, 2003. And I approached this company. It was called Firehouse Subs. And I just walked into this one um, area, one firehouse sub, and basically asked for the franchisee owner. And if they knew who he was and the gentleman that was across the counter from me says, well, you got him. I'm the fact I'm the franchisee owner and Miss Lloyd, we'll just use his name. um, But Lloyd basically was the area development manager. Okay. Or develop uh, the franchisee that was developing the area for the Myrtle Beach market all the way down the coast. So even Charleston. And even up into Wilmington and out to Florence, South Carolina. And here I was. He only had three stores at the time. And I approached him and I said, you know, um, you know, Lloyd, I'd love to sit down with you, you know, and see if we might be able to work out something that I might be to help you expand your stores. And he said, you know what, Tyler, I'd like to do that. Let's get some coffee sometime and let's chat. And so actually we didn't get coffee. We actually sat down in a firehouse sub and we had lunch. It was a great thing for me. I enjoy it. 
Well, that partnership or that customer that I knew, we developed a bond and it was almost like we were supposed to be together during that season that they were expanding to different locations. We worked harmonious together. Yeah, we had some things we had to talk about and come to understandings between each other, just like any kind of relationship. But you know what, gang? We were supposed to be together. My peace rested with Mr. Hatton, Lloyd Hatton. He he and I were bonded together. And it was a great thing. And man, there were times where that I might get frustrated with other, you know, people that I was trying to do business with and so forth like that. But you know what? They didn't see the value inside of me. They didn't see that I was supposed to be with them. So you know what? I started getting the attitude of shaking the dust off my feet and going down down the road. All right? Later in my career, I remember whenever I actually took, you know, was in actually the sales position I am actually, well, not whatever the position I was in, but with the company I'm with right now. So I was actually with this company and lo and behold, you know, I called on this one company in downtown Columbia and I tried calling on uh, them for about two or three times. And the name that was given to me was Miss Rhonda. And so I was calling on Miss Rhonda and I called on her for about two months in a row. And Miss Rhonda did not give me the time of day at all. Not whatsoever. But I kind of let it rest for a little bit. And one day I was in driving down. Uh, it was probably about a month or two later uh, that this happened. I was driving in downtown Columbia. And I was passing by the actual location where I knew Miss Rhonda was at or the company that was at. And I just said, I just had this sense inside of me. Let's just stop in. You know, what's it going to hurt? Let's just stop in. Stopped in. And I said um, to the receptionist, I said, ma'am, can you give my card uh, to Miss Rhonda? Let her know that I stopped by, uh, that I'd love to talk to her sometime about the program that we have uh, and with her office supplies. And wouldn't you know, Miss Rhonda was in the back and the lady said, well, hold on one second. Let me see if Miss Rhonda's available. She walks back there. Miss Rhonda says, um, I actually walk out the door and Miss Rhonda calls me on my phone while I'm in the parking lot and says, Tyler, I'd like to talk to you. Can you come in right now? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I walk in and Miss Rhonda and I, from that time on, to started to develop a partnership and a relationship pretty much in business that went on for two or three years, something like that. And it was a great partnership. And it was almost like that Miss Rhonda and I were supposed to be together. Yes, there were things that she and I had to work out in relationship. But you know what? My peace rested upon there. And there were a lot of other places that I called on. But you know what? They didn't see the value that I had or that I believe I had. And you know what? I boogied on down the road. And gang, you've got to come to understand. I want I want you to get this inside of you. That you need to go. Hear me on this. This is good. You need to go where you're celebrated and received and not tolerated and devalued. Okay, 
if you're going to places that you're not celebrated and you're only being tolerated in those places, you're in the wrong place. Because that's not what Jesus did. That's not what Jesus told his disciples. Jesus was tolerated in his own hometown. He left. Okay? In the, in the scriptures, it doesn't say he went back. So you as a salesperson, you as you know, going out there into the marketplace, you've got to understand that, you know what? Boogie on down the road. If you've tried, you know, seven or eight times or whatever it is, you know, maybe it's time to cut some ties and move on. They don't see the value in you. Or if you are actually in a in a you know relation you know in a customer relationship, but they do not see the value in you, and they're tolerating you, okay? Maybe it might be time to move on. If they're not celebrating you, and you have a good relationship with them, maybe it's time to move on. All right, because you can't. You just have you have you you have something inside of you guys. You have value. I wanted to read this statement that I got out of this book um, from Mike Murdoch called The Assignment. And uh, there's four volumes to it. Uh, Mike Murdoch's a great communicator, a lot of wisdom. Love it. But I want to read this to you right here. And he says in this book, he says, This may sound strong, but if you do not see yourself as a reward to others, you may become a whining wimp, crawling at the feet of snobbish and hypocritical people. Do not fall for that. Jesus said to test any house, or I'm going to uh, paraphrase this, any house, any company, any organization you enter. Qualify people for your entry. Man, that is, that's totally doesn't, I mean, it's almost like backwards for how the world teaches us in sales to do. But you, the salesperson, you, the person, you first have to recognize you have value, that you're a reward to those people. And if they don't see that, you need to qualify them for that. Okay? Do what the disciples, do what Jesus told them to do. Move on. Let me keep reading. Ask yourself, are these people worthy of the gift of God within me? Are they capable of celebrating the treasure Capital T. So that means Christ, the hope of glory inside of you. You display that when you walk in. That's what you should be displaying when you walk in. You're not sitting there talking about Jesus when you walk in, obviously. But they should see something different inside of you. Celebrating the treasure who has just walked through the door. Last statement. Qualify the soil around you before planting the seed of your life in that area in that soil gang you only get one time on this um, you know on this earth and you need to qualify you need to make sure that you see value in you and that you have something to give okay I just got done reading the book the go-giver and also read the follow-up book the go-giver sells more and man that's a phenomenal book if you're in sales you know, if you're in business period, you need to go read that book. It'll teach you a ton. And I promise you that there are people in this world that are out there assigned to you. They are assigned to you. You just have to be willing to go and share, give, sell what you have and see it as a reward. See it as a value add to them. And if they don't see the value in you. 
they don't see the value in what you are offering, shake the dust off your feet and boogie on down the road. All right. Wow. Man, I might do a part two of all this. Who knows what I'll do? But man, that's a, it's such a, just so much inside of me that you've got to see the value. Well, gang, I appreciate again you listening. Here's the thing. You know, there are multiple podcasts out there in this world that you can gain a lot of wisdom and knowledge and understanding with. You know, if you're an Android user, if you have an Android phone, you know, I would recommend going and find Stitcher Radio. Okay, Stitcher Radio app. Download it. It's a free download. And you're going to be able to find multiple podcasts on that. Okay, find people that are, you know, that are adding value to your life and receive the information that's out there. You can find my podcast out there on Stitcher Radio. You know, the the big one, the big daddy is obviously the iTunes podcast directory, which you can obviously, if you have an iPhone or any kind of iPod or iPad, you can download the uh, the podcast app and be able to get this stuff for free and find people out there that you want to hear from. And you can be riding in your car. You can be jogging down the trail. You can be sitting in, you know, taking a shower or getting ready in the morning and put on the podcast and listen to it. There is so much information out there for you to be able to get gather from. Okay. I'd ask you, if you don't mind, to please rate my podcast um, on the iTunes network, on the pod, on their directory, and Stitcher Radio. I would really appreciate that. That helps push my podcast up You know, for that. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler McCart. You can uh, let me know if you're enjoying some things that I'm uh, providing here. I'd appreciate that. I also just created a new email address okay, for the Success Edge show. It's basically called the Success Edge at gmail.com please email me I love to hear in the feedback if you have a topic that you want me to cover I'd be more than happy to do that gang I'm telling you the marketplace is ours we as Christians should be dominating but in love that is exactly we should be kicking butt and taking names we are kings go out and succeed take your game to the next level thank you so much guys y'all have a great one love you bye